0: Welcome to It's Who You Know, the podcast, bridging the gap between Jewish leaders and those who follow them. Gain insight from Jewish professionals who make the decisions that influence your Jewish world. Welcome to It's Who You Know, the podcast. This is your host, Michelle W. Malkin, and you have found yourself on the concluding remarks for episode one through six for our 2023 series of It's Who You Know. I relaunched this project with a conversation with my then coach, Beth Gansky, which ended up being the most popular episode in this launch, which is not a surprise because one, she's great, two, the idea of coaching and support for executive roles, but really any roles is something I think a little newer to our field that is so desperately needed and beneficial to our professionals. Those who sit in executive positions face unique challenges and finding a sounding board for somebody outside of our organization or family or social network is vital to self reflection and doing what we do for our staff, but having it done for us. I loved my conversation with Beth. I love being vulnerable with her. I love sharing my challenges with her and I hope it inspired you to find a coach or think about how a relationship like that might be beneficial for you in your career. After that, I spoke with Michelle from the Institute for Southern Jewish Life. And when I think about our conversation, I think about the song, Everywhere You Go, There's Always Someone Jewish. Well, not so true for those living in remote Southern towns, but with that specific identity in mind, Michelle and her staff are working hard to make sure that nobody in the South feels alone in their Jewishness. What a beautiful thing. Born of an individual's experience of isolation, and a dream of what a collective identity could have meant for them growing up. Now it can mean so much to so many. My next conversation was with Audra Burke in her new role as CEO of the Jewish Federation in Boward County. The dynamics between volunteer professional leadership is one of the most complex parts of our job. Navigating that with grace is not an easy task. And Audra gave us all some really important tips on how to enter a new role or think about our current role as we work toward building respectful working relationships with our volunteer counterparts. After that, I was so pleased to be connecting with Rabbi Noah Farkas, the CEO of the Jewish Federation in Los Angeles. Not a trend though, only those two, for now anyway. And it was so wonderful to reconnect with him and hear about his transition into this role. Rabbi Farkas was one of the most prominent rabbis in one of the largest congregations in Los Angeles. And still, it wasn't until he became the CEO Did he truly understand what the Los Angeles Jewish Federation did? The way that you tell your story makes a difference in how you're seen and who knows what about your work. Equally, Rabbi Farkas was very intentional to show appreciation and proper kavod to those staff members who stand behind him and actually are the ones making the work happen. I know I appreciate that kind of leader because I know that it's not easy to look behind you and give proper kavod to the people who are making you look really good, hopefully. Next on my list was Gila. So excited that I was able to join their board and have this conversation with her to share with all of you. Starting something new is very scary and also very exciting. There are many risks to taking an idea and nurturing and growing and learning and investing your time and resources to take that idea to as many people as possible who might benefit from those services. The stories and lives Yesh Chikva has touched is what fuels Gila's work every day to push through the ups and downs of leading a small startup. I feel lucky to be part of the organization and I'm excited to be a part of their growth and professionalism. Lastly, I spoke with Alex, who's the managing director of PJ Library. To me, this is a beloved program, an amazing service that this foundation is able to provide the Jewish community. Growth doesn't always mean doing the same thing over and over. Even when you've got a good product like free engaging Jewish books for children, continuing to be creative and think about what could be and how that could happen, how to support the creators better, how to support a hybrid or work-from-home staff, how to think about other ways that stories can be told, and ways to integrate that into the offerings they already had. May we all be so lucky to have one conversation with an influential donor that leads to a fulfilling career. So great job, Alex. But really, the work of PJ Library is something to be celebrated in our community, and I was so happy to be able to share his journey with you. In doing my research for interesting organizations to highlight on this program, I kept hearing about the work of a more perfect union, a Jewish partnership for democracy. As I investigated and requested a conversation with their CEO, I inadvertently got roped into a partnership. In my conversations with their staff members, I saw an opportunity to combine efforts. I was already set out to interview CEOs of nonprofits. They had already amassed so many nonprofits under their umbrella, it only felt natural to move toward a partnership that was mutually beneficial. Moving forward, I will be interviewing for our next few episodes, leaders of the nonprofit organizations that have chosen to partner with a more perfect union, both in just interviewing them like I normally do and also asking about that partnership and diving a little bit more deeply into what a More Perfect Union does and why organizations are signing on board to support their work. That will start with a first conversation with Aaron Dorfman, the CEO of More Perfect Union. So look out for that. I do wanna leave you with this note as I reflect on all these conversations that I've had and my own professional journey and life. Recently, my husband had his... Aunt and uncle both pass away within a couple months of each other. At his aunt's funeral, there were boards that their grandchildren had made, pictures of their lives. And as I sat there contemplating my own struggles with my professional position, I noticed that although this person had spent hours and hours and hours behind his desk as an accountant in his own firm, not a single one of those pictures was of him behind his desk. And as I work tirelessly to host Rosh Hashanah services for our synagogue, Yom Kippur services for our synagogue, thousand people in our space, it's not the pictures of me doing that work. They're going to make it into the photo album. It's a picture of me and my family at taught services. So as we think about our lives and our work and where we really draw meaning from in this life yes, make your work meaningful. Yes, be really good at it. Yes, continue to learn and grow and get resources, but also know that your daily work life is only a very small part of who you are and only a very small part of how you will be remembered and what should fill your days. So as I ask my guests to find their balance or why and how they find their balance, I encourage you to do the same as we reflect on our previous year and the year to come in prioritizing the pictures that we want on the board at our Shiva. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so excited to be continuing this project. And I'm so excited to be bringing you more awesome conversations with the leaders of the Jewish community that we all love so much. Shana Tova liked this episode? Have a comment or a great suggestion for our next interview? Contact us through our website at itswhoyouknowthepodcast.com or on the It's Who You Know Facebook page. As always, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so that others can find us. It's Who You Know, the podcast.